This is a Vision Australia radio podcast. Arts House at North Melbourne Town Hall recently announced a new access advisory group, which includes, amongst its membership, uh, Jonathan Craig. Now, Jonathan has many more strings to his bow than just involvement in this group. Um, He's a writer, policy advisor, audio producer and accessibility consultant. But don't take my word for it. Let's ask him because he's on the line. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thank you so much, Chris. So we're going to talk about this new advisory group at the Arts House. But before we do, how did you end up in these positions where you're contributing to policy, being consulted about accessibility issues? What's the Jonathan Craig journey that got you to this point? Um, Do you know, I was the only person, one of the few people that I can think of whose fortunes, who had uh, some good fortunes, during the 2020 lockdown, I was probably one of the few people I can think of who got a job during the lockdowns as policy advisor for Vision 2020 Australia, which is the hat I wear during the day, uh, well, most days anyway. But I, as you say, I've got other hats. I need a bigger hat stand um, <laughs> for all of my hats. And, and actually, you know, I thought, while we were indoors was when I started my hat collection, really, because I was actually getting some freelance work during the lockdown, writing about the experience of people with disability during COVID. And I think that there was suddenly this this experience where people's voices that previously hadn't been of such interest were suddenly being highlighted a lot more. And so I got some freelance work through that. And I think that's uh, one of the ways that I came to the attention of Arts House. And the first job that I had for Arts House was consulting around some audio-described work for a festival called Bleed, which was meant to be a combination of online and digital and to kind of explore the continuum of online versus digital space and how the two spaces could complement each other. But it was kind of ironic because it actually ended up all being online that year (laughs) and everyone was watching it from home. So I consulted on that and then... They've just kept asking me to do more things, really, since then, which is honestly a real honour and privilege. You know, I had heard about... I'd I'd actually moved to Melbourne. This is another funny element of the Jonathan Craig journey. I moved to Melbourne just before all of the lockdowns happened in order to enjoy Melbourne's lovely arts and culture and go to all of these gigs and stuff like that. And everybody from Brisbane, where I grew up, laughed at me. But I had heard of Arts House from Brisbane and I really wanted to come and visit. It sounded like I kept hearing about shows that looked interesting and things that looked interesting, but I hadn't actually got the chance to even go to Arts House before the lockdowns happened. Uh, and <laughs> so uh, I first, you know, was working working with these people and working on Arts House work before I'd even kind of gone to the venue, actually. <laughs> and now you're part of this new access advisory group. Were you instrumental in the formation of that group or were you just invited to become part of it? No, I definitely wasn't instrumental in the formation of the group. And that's, that's the, you know, the, the um, Arts House commitment to inclusion ha- has definitely preceded me. They created a disability inclusion action plan in 2019 um, which has seen a lot of really cool things come out of it. The one that I was most involved in 
over the last couple of years uh, is the um, warehouse residency for artists with disabilities. And I was kind of one of the co-designers of that residency with uh, with a group of other deaf and disabled artists. And honestly, you know, we're, we're just at the beginning of that residency, but I'm so, so proud to have played a very small role in seeing it come together. Uh, I was part of putting the warehouse residency together and that was part of the previous disability action plan. Now what the access advisory group is seeking to do is to build the next disability inclusion action plan, which will uh, come into effect uh, basically be 2023-2028. So that's the job that our group has been given. And I wasn't part of the 2019 one, um, but I'm very, very privileged to be part of building the next one. Tell me a little bit more about the warehouse residency. Is it focused on making work or just developing the practice of the artists who are involved? Yeah, no, it's actually, it's a really cool and unique project and uh, uh, it does have performance outcomes. It's really based around giving artists with disability a unique kind of time and space to develop their work. So usually in the art space, there's a few things that we wanted to do differently to what, what typically happens. Usually what you get is period of development that's very close to your performance time, especially in um, kind of the, smaller, the world of smaller shows. And so it's a real crunch. So you're going directly from development to performance. One of the things that's unique about Warehouse is you have a, like a longer period of time to develop, like a two-month period, and then you have a, a bit of time between your development period and your performance period. You know, that's also, you know, one of the things about um, Warehouse Residency is that um, artists don't have to fight with, compete with non-disabled artists who can demonstrate a lot more experience. And the way that we frame the, the application process, it's not asking you to have prove that you're extremely, that you've got all of this experience and, and that you've done five years of this and five years of that. Because sometimes artists with disability, they haven't had as many opportunities as other artists to develop their craft. So we, it is, you know, a mentoring opportunity and a opportunity for people who uh, haven't haven't had as many uh, works as, as other people. You seem to be someone who is very committed to the idea of change for the positive, but you also seem to have an ability uh, in making those things happen. You know, lots of people want to see change, but you actually seem to go out and make those things happen. What is it in you that makes you able to achieve these things? Um, I don't really see myself as individually responsible for for many of the things that I'm involved in. I see myself as a small part of of a, a big machine. Uh, and it certainly, it wouldn't be possible for me to make the changes on, uh, that, I, that I'm part of without a real commitment from the Arts House staff. If I was to talk about an individual strength that I have, I think there's a little bit of pragmatism. Uh, and I think I bring some of my policy experience to the art space with my policy hat on i'm really thinking about how to really create practical solutions that are going to work at a large scale you know i certainly bring some of my policy thinking to the creative space and and vice versa as well you know i think that there's 
there's ways in which I can take um, my creative thinking into a policy space as well. Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, if I were to say, yeah, that's pr- pragmatism and, and, and practical thinking might be some of the, the individual strengths I have. And I think one of the things as well that, that's a bit unique about my approach is that um, I'd like to see, um, I, rather than creating one experience that fits all, I um, am an advocate for thinking about a plurality of options. When, for example, there was an online game that I was working on that was part of the Refuge uh, project um, mm-hmm. called Convergence, I was an accessibility consultant on that. And one of the things that I talked about was how, you know, rather than creating, uh, than, than limiting the options, I wanted to create more ways for people to play. And also to think about accessibility as not just for people with disability, but as something that could be creatively inspiring for anybody as well. Because, you know, we created... There, there was originally in the game uh, a way, you know, you were doing things online in a graphical interface, but we worked on a, a way that you could do things with your hands in a tactile and physical way as part of the game as well. And so, and that I feel is not just for, for people with disability, but actually for anybody might prefer that option as well. Now, this new access advisory group is really just getting started, but already. Uh, there's some stuff happening at Arts House that we should talk about. Uh, next week, we'll be starting to talk about Frame, the new huge dance program that's going to be running throughout March. But already, Jonathan, you can give us a little bit of a heads up on a couple of Frame performances that are happening on the 3rd of March. Yes, there's two audio described performances that evening, and you can attend both of those. The first one um, is called Two. And it's exploring um, a classical Indian dance tradition called Kathak. And in that tradition, uh, the drummer uh, is the leader and the dancer follows. But basically, this work is kind of challenging that dynamic and challenging uh, what that looks like. And then um, at 8.30, there's another show called Mahini, which is re-examining a, a foundational Hindu myth from a trans perspective. Uh, So both of those are looking really, really interesting. I'm certainly going to be there and I hope to see uh, some of you there as well. Fantastic. Well, uh, Jonathan, I don't think this will be the last time we'll be talking to you on this show. Um, No. Let's uh, let's stay in touch and see um, what else what else is going on at Arts House across the year, and particularly with um, the audio described performances that are coming. Yes, yes, and just finally, I do want to say um, that um, part of the work of the Access Advisory Group, um, and this is something I feel very strongly about, is you know uh, we as a group uh, have a broad range of experience, but we're not just relying on our own experiences. We do want to hear from you as well. And Arts House actually has on their website a survey um, which will allow you to uh, comment on if you've been to Arts House before, what your experience has been like um, and what you'd like to see. Or, yeah, even just as a, a person who would, who's interested in the arts, what you'd like to see in the future of including 
artists and audience with disabilities. So you can, if you want to do that, you can go to arthouse.com.au slash survey and fill out that survey. Fantastic. Jonathan Craig, more strength to your arm and I'm sure we'll speak again. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this Vision Australia radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Visit varadio.org for more. Vision Australia Radio. Blindness. Low vision. Opportunity.